Hey everyone, Darren Wilson here and I want to welcome you to another session of The Mentor's Moment. Hey everyone, Darren Wilson and I want to welcome you to another mentoring session here on The Mentor's Moment. Listen, today we're going to be continuing a conversation that we had a couple of podcasts earlier where I spoke to you about uh, the issue of focus. Remember, I gave you the acronym for what focus was about. If you haven't listened to that as yet, um, then you can go back a couple episodes and listen to it. It's called FOCUS and it's an acronym. Um, but in it, I mentioned the fact that um, success is, is a formula. And the reason I say formula as opposed to secret, which is what a lot of people um, like to use, the secret to success. I don't really like the word secret because a secret implies that it is something that not many people know about. Or it's something that's exclusive for uh, an elite or a clique or, or something of that nature. Um, but can I burst your bubble? Can I, can I tell you something? Can I show you something? There are a lot of successful people in the world. So what does that mean? Does it mean that they have the secret? Uh, does it mean that they alone know what it takes to be successful and no one else? Uh, no, I beg to differ with that. That's why I prefer the phrase, the formula for success, because a formula, it implies that, um, or it suggests that anyone can achieve it once they know the formula and they can input the value. Once, once you have a formula, um, once you input the values, you get the same result every single time. That's why it's called a formula. All right. And that's what I'm going to give to you today, the formula for success. But before I do that um, and, and define what success is, let's start with finding out what success is not. All right. The best way to define something is to find out what it is not first. So here we go. Success is not having a lot of money, contrary to popular belief. Success is not having uh, a lot of clothes, it's not buying all the new Jordans, it's not having uh, a lot of women, it's not, it's not any of those things that society or the culture has deemed as successful, all right? Um, the second thing success is not is that success is not a destination you arrive at, rather it is a journey, okay? Um, the third thing that success is not, success is not limited to special people. It's not limited to a specific group. It's not limited to a, a, um, a particular um, social class. It's none of that, all right? That is, success is not that. Actually, the concepts of success, the concepts of prosperity, the concepts of um, reaching the top, they are all biblical concepts. You see, scripture and the Bible is filled with success stories because God does not fail. Now, it may look like a failure in the eyes of man, but um, God has a success story written all over it. Now, if these concepts, and I know that's what you're asking, if these concepts are biblical, then, you know, what is the problem? Like, how, why, why are many believers um, not being successful? Why are many people not being successful, not just believers? Well, hmm, the reason I believe many believers, many people um, shun the idea of being successful, shun the idea of reaching the top is because um, the world has hijacked the concept, the idea of success and perverted it. 
because essentially what the world is doing um, is is they are regurgitating and spitting back out a tainted and distorted concept that originated with God. And the problem is they're not giving God the credit for the concept. God is the, the author of success. He created the world and everything that we see in it. And that is a, that is the picture of success. So you see, um, but unfortunately, instead of examining what the Bible has to say about the topic, we have bought into the lie, you know, that, mm, um, that, that success is not something that can be achieved by everyone. That's the lie we have bought. And in the church, as believers, we've bought into that lie as well. And that perversion of the idea of success has entered into our way of thinking, into our way of life, and permeated our values and our thought processes. You see, again, the world says that success is having a lot of money and a lot of these material things, but it's really not. They also said that success is limited to special people, but it's really not. You see, for example, we have all heard, I'm sure you can, you can give examples of this, people you know, maybe it's even happened to you. We have all heard, we have all heard our parents tell us to do well in school, get the highest grades. You know, as in, if you grew up in a Christian household, before you leave the house, and as was the case with myself, you know, my grandma always had us quote that we are the head and not the tail, you know? And then, and, and, and here's the, the confusion, here's the obvious disconnect. After all of that, many of us have been told, whether directly or indirectly, to stay away from success, to stay away um, because we have been indoctrinated by the world's idea of success. This is not good. We have all, we have all, we have all, we have all, we have all been created to be successful and prosperous. But there are biblical definitions to success and biblical definitions to prosperity. And there is also a prescribed way to achieve them. I bet you didn't know that, but there is a way to achieve success. We just have to be willing to study the Word of God to find out what those true definitions are. And we also have to be willing to study the Word of God to find out what those true definitions are and also the prescribed way to achieve them. So, good success, good success can be found in Joshua 1 and 8, right? And here's what it says. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to everything that is written therein. And then, here we go, then after you've done that, then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Good success. So, good success is doing what you were created to do. Everybody was created for a reason, including you, that are, including you, if you're listening to me, 
on this podcast, whether you're listening on whatever device, your smartphone, you're in your car, whatever you're listening to me on, you were created for a reason. There is something that needs to be done. I can't re-emphasize this point enough. We went through it a couple of episodes back where we, where we had an entire thing on purpose, but it bears repeating here. Something needs to be done in the world and you are the only one able to do it. When you are able to do that, that is when you will begin to experience good success. That is what good success is. Good success is doing what you were created to do. All right? Good. So in order to experience good success, here is the formula. Here is the formula. Success, the formula for success. Are you ready? The formula for success is this. Preparedness plus opportunity multiplied by character. I'll say it again. The formula for success is preparedness plus opportunity multiplied by your character. What's the first point? Preparedness. Now, the definition of prepare means to arrange. It means to put in order by systematic planning and effort. So, preparedness, as it relates to being successful or the concept of success, it means making an effort to plan and put some things in order with the intention, with the hope of maximizing it in the future. Now, there is a story in the Bible that illustrates this concept of preparation perfectly, and it is found in Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. I'm not going to read all of that. You can, you can, you know, on your own time, after you've gone through this session, you can replay it and go through that verse again. But I'm only going to highlight verse 2. And it says that, And Jesus saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them, and they were, and I want you to remember this phrase, they were washing their nets. Now, context. After working all night and having caught no fish, these fishermen, they were tired. And adding insult to injury, their nets were probably filled with all sorts of debris that probably would have been found at the bottom of a lake or at the very least floating around somewhere inside of it. So when Jesus met these fishermen, they were busy cleaning and washing their nets. Now, what was the purpose for doing that? It's very simple. The purpose for washing the nets was to prepare them, prepare the nets for the next catch of fish. So in other words, they were preparing their nets to be able to handle the next catch. Whenever it came, by removing the junk and the debris that makes the net unfit for its intended purpose. Now, washing their nets, it was a common practice for fishermen because this was their livelihood. It's how they made their money. It's how they conducted business. It's how they fed their families. It's how they provided for their families. It was their life. However, little did they know that just that particular day, while preaching, Jesus, Jesus, through the corner of his eye, was observing their diligence in preparation. 
That is what they were doing. Washing their nets means that they were preparing. They were in anticipation to get another catch. So when Jesus, when Jesus saw that, he saw that they were ready to handle the miracle that he was ready to give them. And how did he indicate that they were ready to, um, he was ready to give them a miracle? He told them this, launch out into the deep. So here's the application. Are you busy preparing your nets by removing the junk and removing the debris that you have picked up from whoever and wherever that is making you unfit for your intended purpose? Your miracle is ready and waiting. Your harvest is ready and waiting. However, Jesus is also waiting and observing your diligence in preparing your nets, whatever that net may be for you. Whatever it is that you're going to use to, to handle whatever um, the catch of fish is, your net, whether it's um, uh, your, your, your writing ability, whether it's your singing ability, whether it's your, your, your cooking, whether it's your um, maximize, maximizing of your gift, that is your net. And he's observing your diligence in preparing that net to be able to handle it. Whether it's your management skills, whether it's your financial management, your emotional management, your intelligence management. How are you preparing your net to be able to handle the miracle? In everything, preparation is key. So what your responsibility is, is to keep washing your net, keep preparing, keep preparing. And eventually you'll get the call to launch out into the deep. How do you do that? How do you prepare your nets? Look at your gifts. Look at your talents. Look at the things that you're passionate about. See how you can use them. Make a plan for how you're going to use them. And then watch how God steps in and gives you the miracle. Just as Jesus did the fishermen when he told, when he tell, when he told them to launch out into the deep. All right? Now, what are some ways you prepare yourself? Well, you can start by discovering your identity, who you are. Discover yourself, what makes you tick, what, make, what doesn't make you tick. Um, discover your purpose. Uh, discover your talents and your gifts that, that complement that purpose. You know, those are some of the ways that you can begin to prepare. Prepare. That's the first, um, 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 what is it called for a formula? That is the first input for the formula of success. Preparedness. The second input is opportunity opportunity now you see people say that opportunity only comes once in a lifetime mm, i am um, i beg to differ with that because if that were really true why then do only some people seem to get all the opportunities and others hardly get any you know i used to believe that opportunity only comes once in a lifetime um but I don't anymore because my new belief is that opportunity is always present. Opportunity comes and goes. The reason we miss opportunity is because going back to the first input of the formula, we are not prepared when it comes. Opportunities don't wait on anybody. They don't wait on you. They don't wait on me. They don't wait on anybody. Opportunities disappear just as fast as they appear. Um, um, opportunities are like taking a flight, if I can use that example. If you are not at the airport prepared and waiting for your flight when it arrives, it will not wait for you. It will leave you 
and then you have to end up spending money um and waiting trying to connect for a next flight all because you were not prepared to meet the opportunity of the flight when it arrives and the same way it is with the opportunities in life many people miss opportunities because they are expecting them to be this mm, huge one-time chance when in truth and in all honesty opportunity usually comes in a series of small breaks that ultimately lead to bigger and better opportunities the key is how do you handle the small opportunities when they show up how do you handle the small opportunities when they arrive the way you do that how you handle them is an indication of how well you will handle the larger opportunities now another reason many people miss opportunities is because they think that opportunity absolves them of their responsibility to actually do the work. Um, I think it was the inventor, brilliant inventor and entrepreneur, Thomas Edison, who once said, opportunity is missed by most because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. Opportunity is missed by most because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. Now, opportunities are always present, that is a fact, but they are usually hidden and you have to work to find them. And that is where you put in the work is in your preparedness. That's how you find the opportunities. Now, the reason why it appears as though only a select few find opportunities is because one, they are working to find them, and two, they know where to look. Now, there's a verse in Ephesians that, that encapsulates this point of opportunities very clearly. And it's in Ephesians 5 and 16. And it says, making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Making the very, very most of the time, buying up each opportunity that you have because the days are evil. Now, this means take advantage of every opportunity to walk in your purpose, to walk in God's calling, to walk in your destiny for your life. Take the, make the most of every opportunity because that is what is going to preserve you and keep you from being disturbed and keep you from being distracted by the evil days of dissatisfaction, discontentment, and unfulfillment. It is God's purpose. It is purpose that will give you the biggest sense of fulfillment and the biggest sense of satisfaction that you can ever experience in your life. You don't have time to waste, so seize the opportunities when they come. The opportunity you have now, you, you won't have two years from now. So are you ready for that opportunity when it comes? Hmm? Are you ready for it? You gotta be ready. Prepare yourself because the opportunities are coming. And when you prepare yourself, you train yourself to see the opportunities when you come. That is how successful people continue to be successful. Right? And the last input, remember we had preparedness plus opportunity, but then it is multiplied by character. Now, why character? You know, a lot of people have the preparedness down pat um, and the opportunities always come to them. You know, they, they're always preparing. They're always working on, on something, working on themselves. 
working on their craft. They're preparing for opportunities. And then the opportunities, they come. They get them because an opportunity is attracted to preparedness. However, many lack the necessary character to stay in levels of success. Here are two verses written by King Solomon that sum up the importance of character. Ecclesiastes 7 and 1, it says, A good name is better than precious perfume, and the day of death better than the day of one's birth. Proverbs 22 and 1, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Everything here is talking about good name, good character. Now, your reputation is not the same as your character. Let me say that again for you. Your reputation is not the same as your character. You see, reputation is what you want people to see that you are. Character is what you really are, especially when no one else is looking. Your reputation is your mask. But when the mask is off, what do you really look like? You see, character takes precedence over reputation because it decides that there are certain things that you will or will not do that you will or will not engage in while you are on your way to becoming successful. Reputation is what you want people to see that you are. Character is what you really are, especially when nobody is looking. Your reputation is your mask, but when the mask is off, what do you really look like? Hmm. So if you want to be successful, then you need to start making decisions that build your character. Decisions of things that you will or will not do in certain situations. That's a character issue. Building character helps you to be prepared so that when opportunities come, you can be successful. Now, I have written uh, an entire ebook on this topic, The Formula for Success. And if you want to get a copy of that, you can always email um, uh email me or visit my website um you're going to get that info at the end of the podcast on how to get in contact because this formula i believe it works across the board it doesn't matter if you are a a child or if you're an adult if you are a, a beggar or if you are a ceo in a corner office it doesn't matter this formula once it once you input preparedness plus character plus um opportunity i'm sorry multiplied by character preparedness plus opportunity multiplied by character, you are going to be successful. The formula works. The only issue is, are you willing to make it work? Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, then do me a quick favor and hit the share button and send it to all the contacts in your network. Somebody needs to hear what you just heard. Also, you can connect with me on social media. You can like my Facebook page, Darren Wilson Global. 
You can follow my Instagram at DarrenWilson underscore global. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Darren Wilson Global, or you can visit my website at DarrenWilsonGlobal.com. And there you can find information about my books or about any speaking requests that you may have, whether it's virtual or physical. All you have to do is go to the bookings tab. It opens up a form. You fill out the form and hit send. Or if you prefer, you can send an email directly to info at DarrenWilsonGlobal.com. Listen, thanks for listening to this Mentors Moment, and I'll catch you on the next one.